The back still up 5-2 on the Brewers. That game's in the eighth inning. And then you got, of course, the Phillies still up 3-0 on the Marlins. Love it. Nobody on bottom of the sixth. Phillies looking strong right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're sitting on the edge, though. The total was 7.5 for Diamondbacks Brewers. Rough. Got a couple on. We're at 7 right now. You got a couple yeah. on, Nick. Just one more run. I wish I could give one you some scoring run. that I'm getting from uh, my MTSU oh, Blue Raiders because they're up 23-7 right now on Jayville State. Good little start for MTSU well, here in the second quarter. Hopefully they don't blow this and we uh, get a couple extra funds to bet on some college football this weekend. I think we got a big one. I think I located a big one that we're going to place. Tonight, we're going to be fading Florida State this weekend. Ooh. Nice. Yep. Not to lose or anything. That like was like, that. I was waiting for the rest. I was like, you talking money line here or you talking spread? Like, yeah, they're, they're 24 point okay. favorites. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. I don't honest. think they need to show a whole lot against oh, Virginia Philly. Tech. Look at the Phil. Oh, well, not even run For a second, it looked like, yeah. I, that's the hard part, man. You watch two games, you jump one, jump the other. Anyway, everybody knows that reaction. All right. Joining us now, Odyssey MLB insider Bob Nightingale. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights, the sports books. Don't want you to see Bet Smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app or visit betql.com today. Bob, let's start with uh, a quick out for the Rays. They get swept by the Rangers, and the Rangers are a team that lost 102 games just a couple of seasons ago. So just your thoughts on how quick this series ended up for these teams. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think people are kind of thinking, so was I, that it could go the other way, you know, that the Rangers could be the team swept. But a, uh, you know, play, they played some great um, baseball, and the Rays just fell apart at the wrong time. So, yeah, I think they were expecting uh, a 2-0 sweep. Uh, the, the Rays knocking them out. You look at the Twins, Bob, and boy, oh, boy, with Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray, they are they have been electric so far in this postseason. They've combined to allow just one run across ten and two-thirds innings. You've got Correa there as veteran leadership. Uh, tells t- tell Sonny Gray, listen, they can't hear uh, their uh, their base coach at third base because it's so loud in here. So what do you make of the Twins' chances against the Astros? Um, because Correa thinks it reminds him a lot of the 2015 Astros with a group of young young kids and some veterans. Yeah, they're running a momentum streak now. They finally you know, got rid of that you know long losing streak of 18 postseason games. Uh, first time they won a series since 2002. So they kind of go in a lot more relaxed. Uh, you know, no one expects them to beat the Astros, but they can pitch, and they've been pitching well uh, all year long, particularly on the stretch, and uh, they get the clutch hits when they need. Uh, we'll see how the Astros react. I saw the Astros, you know, about six games in the last ten days, and uh, I think they need the rest. So now they can, you know, set up the rotation. Now they go Framer Valdez in game one, uh, you know, Berlander game two, and, and go up from there. But I, I think they need that rest, and uh, you know, this is this is the Astros' time of year. Bob, they got a three nothing lead right now. Uh, they lead the series one nothing. I don't want to jinx anything for Phillies fans, but it's looking like they're probably going to advance. We saw them make a run. We know about the lineup and all the power that they have. They could score some runs. Do you think they have the pitching this season, though, to contend with a team like Atlanta or Los Angeles? No, but you know, I don't think the Dodgers have that pitching either. I mean, that's very shaky. Uh, you know, Kershaw pitches game one. He's had the shoulder problems. Uh, they're going, you know, with kids and Bobby Miller. We'll see. Atlanta, too. I mean, outside of uh, Strider, you know, Max Fried hasn't pitched in two weeks. The blister problems. Charlie Moore's going to be out that first round. So it, it's amazing with the, uh, you know, the pitching problems that, that, that's going on, you know, everywhere. So I don't think the Phillies have the pitching. Yeah, bullpen scares me. But, you know, 
uh, kind of the uh, Atlanta's pitching kind of worries you too. The one thing I think we'll see is I think we'll see, we'll see a ton of runs on both sides. Yeah, going really quickly back to the Dodgers, I almost feel like, and I want to ask your opinion, opinion on this, do you feel like they're almost like a sleeping giant? I know they're the two seed, and uh, they end up really getting hot the final three months of the season, but they didn't have like a big, flashy off season. You know, like even midway point, people were talking about potentially are they going to have an opportunity at landing Otani this off season? Do you feel like maybe they should be like the sneaky, sleepy favorite here in the National League, like if anybody is going to beat the Braves? You know, I thought the sneaky favorite, to tell you the truth, was the Brewers, you know, until Woodruff went down with the injury. It's like, uh-oh, you know, some bad karma there. Uh, we'll see. I and mean, they play the game right. Uh, guys step up, and you got Mookie Betts, you got Freeman, you got Hayward, you know, having a great year. Yeah. Uh, you know, J.D. Martinez has, has bounced back from what he was in Boston. You know, that being said, it's amazing what they've done. I, I think this is Dave Roberts' best year, best year ever. And uh, I think just making it to NLCS with all the injuries they've had, uh, I think might be a bigger accomplishment when they won the World Series in the COVID year. Talking to Bob Nightingale, BetMGM tonight. Uh, so the Rangers move on. They're going to see the Orioles now who were just, I mean, obviously they were a fun story last year. And this year it's they've topped it and just been, I mean, an incredible team. And they're so young. And we talked about this earlier in the show. We're like in the NFL and the NBA, you look at some of these young, rising teams. It feels like they take a few years to kind of go through the bumps and bruises in the postseason and learn what it's like to win come playoff time. How much do you factor in? in terms of a disadvantage, the youth of the Orioles in this series, if at all? I think it's got to be a factor. You know, I also think, you know, it kind of hurts a little bit, the fact that they've been sitting around thinking about it, everything else, where the Rangers on the roll. I mean, you know, here's the Rangers, you know, uh, you know, had to, you know, travel everywhere. Then they, you know, go from uh, L.A. to, you know, Seattle, then, uh, you know, all the way to Tampa. You know, now this, I would think they go home for maybe a day. But I think with the momentum thing, it kind of gives the uh, Rangers a much better chance than, than you would think. And we'll see about Scherzer. i got to think that Scherzer is going to try to come back and pitch. Early on in the season, Bob, I think even maybe before the season started, you were all in on the Arizona Diamondbacks, and here they are, up 5-2 to two on the Brewers. Uh, what do you like about what they've done so far this year, and, and what would you give them in terms of a chances, for, chances for a deep run? We'll see. You know, it's a, uh, you know, they don't have the pitching. They really have two starters, you know, Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly. But they'll have Kelly now. You know, if they win, uh, win tonight, they'll have Kelly for game one of the playoffs. They'll have Gallen for game two. And, uh, you know, remember with the off day in the division series after game one and game three, that kind of helps out, you know, helps them out. Uh, so we'll see, uh, you know, they're very athletic. You know, they're on a roll. Uh, you know, they played play the Dodgers a million times. I think they lost uh, in the 13 games, but they're not uh, afraid of them. So they, they have a chance to pull off an upset. Bob, really quick, I wanted to get back to the Rays because what do you think they do next? I mean, obviously, like, they're never uh, spending a bunch of money in free agency. Um, they lose one of their better players. We're not sure if he's ever going to play baseball again. They got off to that 13-0 start, but, like, where do they go from here? You know, obviously still a really solid farm system, but uh, what do they need to do other than just stay healthy? You're talking about which team? Oh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Uh, God, it's like they're the biggest tease in the world every yeah. <laughs> single year. Uh, you know, this year when they started off like this, you thought, okay, here comes the World Series. I think I even booked a hotel room in May or June. So, okay, <laughs> these guys, the way they're playing, you know, look out. Uh, but very disappointing. 
Yeah, they've been crushed by injuries. They had, you know, what, three starters go down with yeah. Tommy John surgeries. Obviously, you lose Wander Franco. Uh, but, yeah, just they're disappointing this time of year. they got to get over that at, at some point. But they have way too much talent and win t- way too many regular season games for every season to be, you know, end up in disappointment like this. And I, I think this season is probably as disappointing as, as any of them just because of the way they started and, and, and everything else. But, yeah, I mean, they'll be back. I mean, uh, I think the AL East is going to go through Baltimore for the next four or five years. I mean, they're loaded, and they're just going to get better and better. Uh, they do really – and that's a team that reminds me of the 2015 Astros kind of breaking the scene now. They got a chance to be a dynasty like the, like the Astros have become. Are you surprised, Bob, that there aren't real institutional changes happening with the Yankees? Boone is staying on. Cashman's staying on. They've said, "Listen, we're not even going to hire anyone from from outside to fix the problems that we have." It's weird over there. Well, I, I think they're just giving a mulligan. Like, okay, you guys had a terrible season. Uh, you know, you know, one of the worst seasons in the last twenty years. We'll give you one more shot at this. I think you know, hey, if Brian Cashman wanted to keep Aaron Boone, I mean, wanted to fire him, they would say, "Go ahead." I think he kind of talked him out of it, like it's not his fault, it's all our fault. So I think both guys are in a you know big hot seat next year, particularly Boone. If they don't get up to a good start, I can see him being let go. And I think they have to have a good season, or you know all attention will be on Brian Cashman. So the Astros are obviously the favorites to win that series over the Twins, with the Twins advancing. Uh, I mean, we look at the Astros, we understand, look, this is a team that's won a World Series. We we know the type of talent that's on there. And then you have the Twins, where like, there's almost this feel of like a team of destiny. They're just playing loose. They're playing great baseball. They've got, you know, they exercise the demons of not winning a, a playoff game. What would it take for the Twins to win this series against the Astros? Uh, just a great starting pitching in the bullpen. Bullpen was lights out uh, in this round. You know, maybe they catch the uh, Astros, you know, looking ahead. Or, uh, you know, the Astros, you know, had a losing record at home. And so they had the home field advantage, but that might be a disadvantage. Uh, they finished three games under 500 at home this year. Uh, man, they just got, you know, got swept by the Kansas City Royals of all teams. Uh, they got beat up by the A's down the stretch. So have not played good baseball against the uh, teams they should beat. They play good baseball against you know the teams uh, that are on paper. They're very talented. So it could be just a thing where they have nothing to lose. All the pressures in the Astros, and you know I think game one is huge for the Astros. If they lose that one, you know they're going to be thinking, man, can we ever win a home game? And uh, you know maybe our times run up. Uh, Bob, we got about 60 seconds, so one of the teams that I thought would be here right now on uh, October 4th was the Padres. They were really disappointing, given after spending so much money the last couple of years. And A.J. Preller came out today and said, Bob Melvin will be back. Do you agree with that? Um, and, you know, like, what could they do differently? Because they have the team, they just didn't perform, obviously, this year. Well, I think that's the owner saying, hey, you guys get along or not. Uh, yeah. I'll believe Bob Melvin's there on opening day. When I see it, uh, if the Giants call and ask, <laughs> yeah. I can see the Potters say, okay, you're going to permission. I mean, they didn't get along at all. I'm not even sure if they were even speaking there toward the end. Uh, the thing's a complete mess. I think it's the most underachieving team in baseball history. And I, I think if they yep. bring back everybody, you know, Juan Soto, and if they don't trade them, you know, what, what's going to change? Uh, something's wrong in that clubhouse. If you bring everybody back, I don't see why – 
anything's going to change. You're not going to have Blake Snell. He'll be a free agent. You'll have Josh Hader. He's gone. So, yeah, I, I don't see anything changing right there. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win that division <laughs> until I die. Yeah, me too. A lot more confident in them, that's for sure. Bob Nightingale, really Thanks, appreciate Bob. the time. Sure, my pleasure. See you guys. Oh, my God. The Phillies just hit a grand slam. It's 7 nothing in the bottom of the sixth. Night, night. Blowing this game Good. wide open. Marlins do not deserve this. Night. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.